Unless you look at him and talk that direction, then it kind of picks it up. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> you have to avoid eye contact the entire episode. Welcome to After Listen, the music discovery and discussion podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Terrio. And I, Brandon Lee. Oh, oh. And today, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I can't do that the whole episode. All right. <laughs> Today's topic is all about being spooky. The macabre, ghosts, not the band this time, witches, skeletons, and more. This is our special Halloween episode. And today, we have not one, but two special guests. We have Docs and Gigglestar. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when do we say hi? Like, I'm waiting for a cue, like a, like a marker. <laughs> Where's our special introductions, huh? <clears throat> we have Docs and Gigglescar. Introduce yourself, Gigglescar. Hi, guys. So I go by Gigglescar. And uh, me and Terrio have known each other for quite some time. I think about like what five years. That's no, it's been longer than that. Yeah, I think our yeah. first time ever seeing each other was when we worked at the the spooky place, <laughs> and we were doing Halloween. Remember? And the thing moved, and I did this <laughs> noise like oh, <laughs> because I thought I was gonna die and fall off the uh, pillars. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That will never escape my head. So, no. <laughs> so Giggle Scar was up top in the stock in the the, the back room of the place, uh, moving some boxes around, and then a subtle movement happened, and she let out a noise I've never will forget in my life. So she was just like mid conversation was like, "Yes, yeah, so I think I can uh, move this thing." Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I was stocking up the Halloween boxes and I was like, I love Halloween. I'm so excited. I'm really excited to work with you. And <laughs> the thing moved two inches because of the wood wood underneath me and it couldn't handle my fat ass. So it just kind of moved. <laughs> and that's how we have been stuck together ever since. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and our second host, guest host for today. Docs. Hello, I am Docs. Welcome. Uh, we have known Terry for five or four years, maybe six. I don't know. We were working together at a nightmare store. Well, it's very nice to meet you guys as someone who does not know you, or has not known you for five plus years. <laughs> I'm super excited today for this episode. I think it's going to be great. I am too. It's nice to meet you. Have I met you before? Did you have a parrot? What? No. A no, parrot? It's a different person. You're thinking of a phrase man. I have thought about getting birds in the past, so it's kind of funny you mentioned that. Hashtag not all white people. <laughs> Damn, call me out. No, birds will just make me angry at that point. Like, I love birds, don't get me wrong, but the constant repetitive sound of tweeting would bug me. My my cousins had birds, or like their stepdad did several years, but before he passed away, he had a couple birds, and man, yeah. 
annoying is like an understatement. You're, I would sleep over at their house sometimes growing up and just it'd be three in the morning. All of a sudden they just start squawking and squeaking. And they were parents too. So they would start like talking. Oh God. <sighs> yeah. They was probably like, caca, caca. Yeah. You believe this shit? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, of course we do love music and we love talking about it even more, but we do have some obligatory disclaimers as we do every episode. First and foremost, we respect everyone's opinion, regardless of how wrong and terrible it may be, always and forever. We're just talking about the music. If any artist or group gets canceled before or after we're doing a discussion, it does not mean we're advocating for whatever they got canceled for, you know, one way or the other on that. And this is just kind of an overview of the holiday and, and, you know, it's the media that is kind of attached to it. There's no way we could ever possibly cover everything Halloween. So sorry if there's something like super specific related yeah. to Halloween. You hope that we cover. <laughs> Beautiful. Good job. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, there's just there's just no way we could cover everything. So. And lastly, as always, you can check the show notes for song links and ways you can support the artists featured in today's episode. Yeah, I don't know how to <laughs> <laughs> I am so introverted. I don't realize that there's people in the room. It's okay. I've apparently I have a habit of like burping mid sentence while we're recording. Oh, okay, cool. And I'll just like I'll stop. Literally, I'll say I'll be in the middle of a sentence. I'll say a word, burp right as I finish the word, and then just pick the sentence right back up and just keep going. Most of them I take them out, but it's all good. <laughs> all right. All right, so let's get into this special spooky episode with a quick overview of what Halloween is. So the actual definition of Halloween, according to the world sorcerer known as Google, is the night of October 31st, the eve of All Saints Day, commonly celebrated by children who dress in costumes and go door to door and asking for candy. That is literally all we know about Halloween. So y'all two are the experts. And we, you know, ask y'all onto the show to kind of enlighten us. And of course, through music, uh, I was always, you know, it's like what November first. You hear that's when um, uh, Mariah Carey comes out of her crypt and punishes us for like two or three months at a time. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, <laughs> it's like not yet. Exactly. Exactly. The turkey's so, not here yet. <laughs> yes, put her back on ice. So it was just like, I, I always kind of feel like Halloween gets overlooked. And we thought about like Halloween music. And thanks to you two, um, y'all, y'all put together a playlist with a majority of, uh, well, y'all, y'all put together a majority of the playlist of songs that I've never heard or have really listened to. So I figured Halloween needs this time to shine as well. Mm-hmm. So, but let's start off with the easy cold open. Uh, what does Halloween mean to y'all? Either one of y'all can take it first. Doesn't matter. Be my guest, dogs. No, no. You go right out ahead. What? what? Don't don't put that on me. Um. So Halloween, I've it's been always been my favorite holiday. If there was a spooky magazine, you usually ended up in the grocery cart. Um. Uh. I don't even know what magazines there were back then. I still have a few. Uh. Just spooky tales. I would have that. All right. What about you, Giggle Scar? I don't okay. know why I like saying it like that. I, I was thinking like, uh, what's the name? Lion King, dude. Skull. I keep saying. Oh okay. I don't like the live action. Like, oh, that'll no. be it's the terrible. Argument for another. Yes. Yeah. The crescendo of his villain song will forever be my funeral march because it was just so mediocre. 
Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Okay, so Halloween means to me is a childhood comfort because when Halloween came around, it meant fun. It meant thrills. It meant hay rides. It meant, you know, going to, you know, at the time when I was a part of, you know, my church at that point as a young child, it would mean like the spooky maze, corn maze, uh, the apple fritters, and we would always come together and sell baked goods. So to me, Halloween means coming together despite different backgrounds and just having fun and just having a great time with each other. But it also could mean that when I was a young child, my mother allowed me to watch slasher films because she worked third shift at her job. And she woke up one day and it was just Jason just having a good old time with the campers, you know, know, having a little talk with them. Yeah. (laughs) And my mom looks over at me and I'm just like five years old holding my Barbie doll, you know, combing her her hair, looking at the TV. She goes, you okay? And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Just coming away. So I guess that's what Halloween means to me is just good childhood memories. What about you, Brandon? I really did not have like a lot of, I don't want to say this. Growing up, there were definitely like Google Scar. I definitely remember doing like, I think they called it like trunk or treat. Where they would have like, instead of going door to door, they would have like all, all the people at my church growing up would have like candy in the back of their car. And then they would just have all the cars lined up and they pop the trunk and you would go to like car to car getting candy. Uh, growing oh. up in kind of like a rural town, there wasn't like a lot of, there was a few neighborhoods you can go trick or treating in, but it just wasn't, I think I maybe went trick or treating like three or four times total growing <laughs> up. I know, right? You've been um, robbed. I know. We need to take you trick or treating this year. I, I did enjoy, <laughs> like, a lot of Halloween media growing up. Uh, uh, what was that movie? Hocus Pocus, I think, was one movie I always loved. That movie's great. I mean, there's so many. There's there's a whole plethora of great Halloween, like, movies and TV shows from over the years that I loved growing up. But I, I never really had, like, a intense connection to it. I've always just kind of enjoyed it, much like Google Scar said, especially once I got kind of like older in my teenage years and I was able to go to like the the haunted houses and stuff with friends and the haunted corn mazes and stuff. It got a little bit more fun, but even then I've never really felt like super connected to it necessarily. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to kind of Im- immerse myself in it for this episode. How about you, Terrio? Very similar to you, Brandon. Um, I never really grew up with like that. Well, okay, so. I didn't like not celebrate Halloween per se. It wasn't like taboo. It was just one of those things. I just, I guess after a while as a kid, I kind of just stopped caring about. Um, So like the horror movies and all those different things, like my family watched those movies all year, year long. So it was either Westerns or somebody getting stabbed to death or somebody being stabbed to death in a Western or a Western where the ghost, I don't know. It's just some craziness happens. So I'm used to that all year long. So that doesn't really bother me per se. Um, But I mean, I had some fun memories of, you know, kind of piecing together my own costume or whatever, or getting a chance to pick out something at the store. But maybe a handful of times we actually went like trick or treating. It wasn't wasn't really a thing. Um, Then also, I'm not like a super candy freak either. So I really just it was like one of those holidays like, eh, it's all right. But, you know, I'm here now. I'm grown and I can celebrate Halloween if I want to. Hell yeah. So, how would you say Halloween is different 
as an adult now compared to when you were as a as a kid? Oh, Better. Gosh. Uh, well, I had limited options when I was a child. Um, so wherever I could go is where my parents could take me. So now I can go to any event happening on various weekends leading on up to October 31st, sometimes even after. I can go to a convention that's horror-themed throughout the year. Uh, I'm not limited to two or one month. Yeah, you can have that whole Halloween all year long kind of vibe. Plus the key thing, I think he said, his, he doesn't worry about his mom taking him everywhere. So like, right. <laughs> you know, if you I see, if you hear or see something cool, somewhere, right. It's like, oh, there's a cool, you know, haunted house or something on the other side of town. You just, you know, it's September 20th and it's open or whatever. I'm, I'm going to go check it out. Uh-uh. Whereas as a That's kid, you have to be like, mom, uh-uh. please take me, mom. I want to go. Uh uh-uh. no. I, I that's the one that's where I stop at. I cannot go to any spooky houses at all because for my respect for the scare actors, a lot of my friends are scare actors. I have a reach to where <laughs> if you startle me, you might get knocked out. And so <laughs> I have to remove myself from that situation. And of course, you know, the scare actors are like, oh, we're used to it and everything else. I'm like, you just don't understand. I will lay you out on the ground. So I, I can't go to anything like that, unfortunately, unless one time I was wearing trip pants and my friends figured out what to do is get the cuffs that were a part of the trip pants and kind of cuff me to my pants. So that way, if I got scared, I just jump up and do my elbows like this, like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that way I can't, you know, knock someone out. And that's the only way I can go to any scary house. I've got the opposite problem of that. Uh, I'm a little bit of a monster fucker, so I, I'm I'm really happy with the creatures that are coming out. I'm like, you look awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I don't touch anyone, but I'm, it's like you are really attractive. I should keep on moving. Hey, I, I completely understand on that aspect as well. Uh, if I see a werewolf or someone in a Michael Myers mask, I'm like, hey, baby. Okay, so let me get this right. <laughs> Both of y'all are two people who go to these haunted houses and be like, "Oh no, come get me!" Oh no, oops, I'm I stuck fell. In, I'm, I'm stuck like, no. in the corner, like <laughs> yeah. I'm all alone. I'm, I'm stuck in a dryer. Help! I'm. Tr- I got stuck. Help! Don't hold my hands against the wall. Uh. <laughs> my stepmom left me at this haunted house. Oh no. Um. Oh, too far. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> A little bit too far and almost going into um, Alabama cornfields, all right? So just come on back. I mean, both of those are equally as haunting, so. <laughs> Especially after sundown for oh, one God, out run. of four of us. I've never been in a corn maze. What? you never I've, been to a corn maze? No. I've definitely never been naked running backwards in a corn maze. So. <laughs> that was oddly specific, Docs. Very right? specific. That was uh, suspiciously specific. You can do that with whatever you want. So we're going to go right back to that disclaimer where we respect everyone's opinion, regardless of how weird and awful it may be. Okay. All right. So I'm kidding. No, no, this is a safe space. I don't care. Um, I mean, who hasn't ran through the woods naked once or twice in their life? You're not an adult if you haven't. I, I yeah. have as a teenager. It's a, it's a ride of adulthood, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you got to do it once in your life. Absolutely. It's a, it's a rite of passage. Okay. So. What what are you guys' like favorite Halloween media? Like 
when you think of Halloween and the things you consume, what are your favorites? Is it movies. Mu- music, movies, music, live movies. action, haunted houses, etc.? It's a lot of media. Uh, movies, TV shows. Um, there's horror punk that I love to listen to. Horror punk? I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Huh. I should. I'm going to write that's, that down. That's like Misfits. Oh, oh Misfits. Okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, oh, then, yeah. yeah. Misfits, Color Breeze, um, Carpenter Brunt. Okay. Speaking of Misfits, those were like some of my favorite songs on this playlist. The punk uh, ones? Yeah. The punk, Same. the horror, horror punk. Um, and I'm genuinely, gen, uh, generally not like a big fan of like punk music, but those I was like, I was definitely vibing out to. Well, for me, punk is just a genre I've, we probably need to explore it in depth later on sometime, but it's just a genre I've not really have seriously listened to before. Um, so it was just nice to kind of get like a taste of that and be like, oh man, yeah. Because I have one of my cousins that was big into punk growing up. So like I would hear it kind of like in the background whenever I'd hang out with him or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. yeah so to me like punk is one of the, one of those genres of rock where you have to be the right kind of singer in the right octave or, or in the right range for me to actually enjoy it so like for these songs you know it was it still had like a little gravitas to it Halloween, i like that but when it gets all Halloween, this is how my life i'm like ugh, stop oh that's that's pop punk yeah that's, that's a no. totally different thing <laughs> yeah 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 so that's what i associate with that but yeah i was curious about that um yeah what about you uh giggles car what are your favorite types of um, halloween media um mine will be movies because as a small child we didn't really have a lot of cable like channels back in the day but when we actually were able to have disney for like a short time I was able to watch all the Halloween movies on Disney like for just the month of October because we didn't have like the money to buy the VHSs or anything else. So you had like the little monsters on there. You had the Hocus Pocus on there. You had Halloween Town. And it just, Mm. again, it's a comfort movie. Like I still to this day, I still watch those movies along with the labyrinth and everything else. It's like, again, I'm going back to my childhood comfort because as an adult, I realize, wow, life sucks right now. Can I just be a child again? <laughs> yeah. You know? Right now, life is a horror movie. It is. Yeah, right. Whenever I think of Halloween Town, I think some years back, I always thought the Halloween time at Salem, Massachusetts was like that. It made me really want to go there. It's not, unfortunately. Aww. See, I always wanted to go to Salem because I think that's where they actually filmed the movie at was in Salem because or somewhere out out there. I always wanted to visit the Halloween pumpkin or Mm. from Halloween town. And it is somewhere in the United States. I don't know where it is, but one of these days I am going to request the month of October off. And me and my husband are going to go visit these spots where these Halloween films have have been filmed at and, you know, look at it and everything else give a uh, trunk space where i can come with <laughs> sure you can hop on in <laughs> nice well i want to see the great pumpkin that charlie brown had oh the animated or the horror animated one? Oh, didn't i know they made a horror movie of they charlie made a brown. horror one it's a meme oh uh... okay whatever my <laughs> i thought it was like a real one like and i was about to like write it down because i love i love a B movies and I love B movies. So if you know what an A and a B movie is, a B movie is like not having a lot of profit. That's how Saul started out. It was a B movie. 
mm-hmm. and it turned into this franchise. All they had was the room, and then all of a sudden it just exploded. But uh, there's this movie called Thanks Killing. <laughs> you really need to watch it. I, I know Thanks we're talking about killing. Halloween, but you need to watch that movie. It is funny. I love it. <laughs> That's a two-holiday movie. I was going to say, that, that has to be a, a joining of the two. Yeah, kind of yeah. like, uh, what's the name? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like a, it was both. You could play it during both seasons. Oh, yeah. Which well, that's another great movie, man. Halloween has a lot of good movies, man. They really yeah, that one, that one I actually like. So, yeah, I don't have like, eh, I really can't. Well, I'm not a movie buff in general, but I don't recall many like movies that like stuck with me as a kid that were Halloween based. Other than The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and then The Nightmare Before Christmas. It was like the only two. Well, su- surprisingly, I actually didn't watch A Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time until I was like 23, 24. You poor thing. I know. I definitely feel like I got cheated in my childhood. But I'm happy for you now. As an adult, I love that movie. I, I watched mm-hmm. it. And I was like, my girlfriend at the time was like, oh, you haven't seen this? We have to put it on. And I was like, oh, this is like a dumb Halloween Christmas movie or something. What, what? Fine, we'll watch it. And then I literally, as soon as it like got five minutes in, I was just enraptured. Eyes glued mm-hmm. to the TV the entire time. Uh, yeah, I yeah. love that movie. It, it really just trips me out to think that like The Nightmare Before Christmas is the same guy that like brought Batman like to the mainstream. Now that <laughs> one is a really good film. The original so, Batman original. cannot beat anything else I'm sorry we can argue about this, but I believe the original Batman cannot be beaten because it reminded me so much of the comics. Nice, Michael Keaton. That's the thing. And the show that we grew up as children, like when we were kids in the 90s, it reminded us of that Joker. And and, and now they're trying to like mess with the formula. I'm like, stop. Um, yeah, well, that's a whole nother podcast. That, that's a whole nother podcast. Yes, we, yes. <laughs> we, we, can't, we can't go down there. We don't have so much bandwidth left. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, just going back to the music in, in general, what makes like a Halloween, what makes a good Halloween song in, in y'all's opinion? References? Preferences, you said? References. Oh, references. Yeah. Like if it's like referencing, if it's like uh like the the Will Smith Nightmare on My Street. Yeah. That one I've never heard of that one, and I heard it for the first time this week, and I'm like, what? Excuse me, I love Will Smith, and this is the first time I've ever heard of this song. I'm ki- I kind of offended my own self. I'm like, excuse me, the Queen <laughs> of Halloween, and this is the first time I've heard about this. What? <laughs> and it was really good. I liked it. I was actually pleasantly surprised about, about that one too. Um, that one was a submission from um, we got we got to have a back on the, on the show at some point. But that was DJ Candyboy. He uh, he's the one that kind of threw that out there. I was like, because I was trying to like along with the suggestions that you guys submitted, I wanted to include something from like almost every genre. And um, I was like, I couldn't really think of any hip hop R and B not R and B hip hop Halloween songs. And I reached out to Kenny Boy and he was like, oh yeah, I think we'll, uh, Fresh Prince did one way back in the day, but like nobody really plays it like that anymore. <laughs> and I was like, really? I don't know oh, why. It's it's, it's really, really good. good. Yeah. Mean, like, it's just like, again, like Halloween is that one holiday where you get, you get all of October, but you really get like the last two weeks of October. And then like, yeah. and then like at October 31st at 12, not, no, at 1158 59. is like Christmas glory. I'm like, yeah. 
like you don't get a chance to even like you know like reflect on how great halloween was or whatever it's just like okay we can go ahead and like move on to the next it's immediately christmas within two weeks of october they already got christmas trees hanging out at my michael's okay yeah. right next to my pumpkins that's messed up it's it's it, 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 it is messed up me. you got the snowman and the pumpkins and i love both holidays but the snowman need to f off for a second and let me enjoy my pumpkins for a good old second okay sorry i get rant about that all day yeah it, it is kind of blasphemous it's like okay let, let let these holidays breathe a little bit but again that's a whole other conversation we can get to because i'm quite mm-hmm. sure the, the, the place has already been receiving stuff since july at this point so who knows oh but god yeah, so Jumping back into the playlist, um, on the songs that were on this specific playlist, which ones were your favorites? Can I say my favorite? Yeah. Just to start it off, my favorite, just because it brings a smile to my face, is Spooky Scary Skeletons by Andrew Gold. <laughs> no, that one's actually a really good one. Spooky I do like that one. Spooky Scary Skeletons. Yeah, that was, uh, that was you, Doc. Sorry, you, you submitted that one. Did I? I could have. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the right right now who who submitted what I know the ones I submitted but um uh, but yeah that one that one I, I enjoyed that one um and of course there's like like bunch of remixes out there of it but I just like the original one it's just something about it just it, like like it comes on in your head automatically starts bopping yeah 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 mine would have had to be the uh, blockbuster actually about donkeys yes uh, I was like really shocked because here's the thing. I heard the Fallout Boy version of it, and I did not like it. I was like, "Ew!" Like, what? I'm sorry, I did not like. Right? I'm a I, Fallout I, Boy fan. Yeah, yeah, I actually like that one. I actually like it yeah. a lot. And lo- I thought I was really excited. Mm-hmm. And then I heard it, and I'm like, "Eh, what?" Yeah. And <laughs> but we have different views on it, and that's completely fine because I saw Blockbuster on it, and I'm like, "Huh, okay." And then all of a sudden, I start hearing it, and it was like. Oh my gosh! It has the and I think the reason why is is because I'm a, I I was in band for so long that Fall Out Boy went a different route with the block with the uh, Ghostbusters song, mm-hmm. which is fine. I respect it, but Blockbuster had the original beat in it. The mm-hmm. and to me, I was just like you know patting my head like this, like and doing my hands like this. I was like, yay, happy Sims. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised about that one. Like, I just love the way how they flip that beat that beat up. It's just K-pop goes so hard, like, yeah, for no right. reason. <laughs> and even though the lyrics were different versus versus the original songs from the eighties, you still, when you heard it, even though it was in a different language, that this is a block or a Ghostbuster song, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Fall Out Boy, when I heard it, I was like, "Where where where is it at? Where yeah. here's the lyrics? Okay, okay, where's the beat? Okay." <laughs> I'm sorry. Like that's just how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar to the Marilyn Manson. Um, this is Halloween song. I'm like, mm. oh, you didn't like that one? Sorry. That's that's actually very accurate. Right. That sounded just like it. What about you, Doctor? Uh, it's the time between two things. I thought I sent you some Argyle Ghouls being here, but I guess I didn't. Um. It's either Ryan Gosling's band, Dead Men's Bones, In the Room Where You Sleep, mm-hmm. or um, Dead Men's Party by Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. All right. I did like that one. Oddly enough, so I guess, like, okay, 
first of all, the, the, I want to say this in general. Um, as to okay, that's weird. All right, so <laughs> so, <laughs> so in general, I will say I pleasantly enjoyed this playlist a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, um, I was actually I was actually like really truly um, mesmerized and actually was like kind of like really just bopping out to it like nonstop like all week long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really nice playlist, and it I really love the fact that. You know, in the, in this little podcast, there's many people that have different taste in music, but we all came together and made a playlist from different songs and artists that we've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And I like like you, I was listening to all week. Like I never heard of Blockbuster. I've never heard of like a lot of these artists, even though I'm Miss Halloween Queen, you know, and we get so, I guess, in a pattern mm-hmm. that we are sticking to a genre that we don't really we're afraid to step out of it because it's new. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I feel. But again, with this playlist, there you have hip hop rap, you have or hip hop rap or whatever, you have, you know, punk, you have You have a techno yeah. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> yeah, so and I yeah. love Phantom of the Opera. Uh mm. my so, um think think of you was used in my wedding when the bridesmaids came in. Or think of me, yeah. So I'm a big fan of Phantom of the Opera and I heard that and I manually started like, again, like bobbing my head and, you know, clapping my hands. And I was like all happy pats, you know, this this happened a few times as I was like my initial listen through this playlist where I would like a song would come on and I would maybe recognize the title or the like opening beat or whatever I'd kind of recognize. And I would just like find myself sitting up a little straighter and like, okay, yeah, let's listen to this now. And that was definitely... The, the Phantom of the Opera was definitely one where I was like, what? Right? <laughs> no, in a, in a good way. Yeah. yeah. The, the song that really like made me like jump a little bit and like go, excuse me, was Frankenstein. Uh, that one, it threw me off because I heard it as a small child and I never heard it again until recently. I'm like, oh my God, he's talking about something else? Clinch my pearls, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Looking at my husband like, don't get any ideas. Are you talking about the the Alice Cooper? Yes. Feed my- so feed on my Frankenstein. I was like, oh my god, this is dirty. The every time I would hear this song, it would remind me of a song that we had in a in a previous episode, the Free Your Mind Terio. Yes. Where it's like feed my. I, I, in my brain, I always heard free your mind. <laughs> But I did like that song. I like Alice Cooper. Yeah, yeah. That one was um, definitely on the top of my list as well. Um, another one I really liked was um, Every Day Every Day is Like Halloween by Ministry. I thought that was pretty dope. I like that one. Yeah. A lot of these also have music videos, too. I mean, they should, because yeah. like, a lot of these songs... like. So this is the thing I was kind of wondering, uh, and feel free to chime in and correct me if I'm wrong. But it seems like a lot of the good one, the good Halloween songs that have stood that stood the test of time, they're like eighties songs. Yeah. So it's like either like there's like a good bit of the rock part of it and like the synth of it. And it's just like it's a good old party, good vibes to it. Am I wrong mm-hmm. on that? Or is it No, you're not wrong that? about that because when I think about good Halloween horror or anything Halloween media, I think of early nineties and eighties. That's it. Like there's very it's a rare rare for me for rare occurrence to actually like go, oh, this is an awesome horror film. Uh 
and now in day days, you know, because the ring was kind of mediocre. Like, I'm sorry, but the ring was mediocre. And it just seems like a lot of horror films these days just miss the point. Yeah, I too much in your face at 10 minutes in. And I think that's why Halloween is one of my favorite films for, you know, the month of October and things like that. Because the Michael Myers, how it was done, it was subtle. Like you'll see a hand and no music, no sharp, and it'll just slowly build until you actually saw him come up on screen. And I think it just misses the points these days, you know? I've got a list of horror movies I could probably give you. It'll probably change your mind. Well, I'm yeah, down. I mean, I'll, I'll greatly like appreciate it. But I saw like this one like scary film that recently, it was about aliens, and it was on Hulu, and I'm like... Oh, are they real? Aliens are real? Aliens are real. I knew aliens are real, like, but anyway, <laughs> it was like really disappointing. I was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely include that list in the show notes for people who may also want to, you know, check it out as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I probably won't because, again, I'm not that. I mean, I don't not like scary movies, but I just don't. I mean, if it's all it's it's, it's for me, I, I enjoy them, but it's so rare to find one that actually like scares me and unsettles me in any meaningful way. Like, mm-hmm. sure, you know, if it's a bunch of jump scares, I might jump a little bit, but that's like quarter of a second of just unexpectedness and then it's gone i don't know whenever i for me a horror movie needs to like you need to be like on the edge of your seat like the whole time you're like uncomfortable with what's going on you don't know what's gonna happen like yeah there needs to be a lot more suspense and and build up kind of like she was like google's car was talking about with uh original halloween you just you definitely you don't get that in like what's in the more popular, I guess, like scary movies of today or, or Halloween movies or whatever. Um, that's yeah, I, I full heartedly agree that that's something's missing a lot of times. Yeah. From what I've seen, I, I'm super interested docs. If you have a list of recommendations for movies, man, always have a list for the, for this application. Please. Like if you could send us a list so that way you, you could change my mind. That'll be great. Cause you get it. I'll do that today. Yeah. Cause there was like this, the only film recently that has scared me is because I, my one of my very good friends is actually connected to this because his mom is actually a part of this true story is I can't remember what it's called. Let me see here. The Conjuring. I remember. Mm. Uh. One of my friends' mom was the little girl. And again, it's one of the things that the reason why that was scary to me and I was on the edge of my seats because you know, this actually really did happen. Right. You have that. You, you also have that like personal connection that just makes it even mm-hmm. like even, you know, because a lot of times movies these days based on a real true story or whatever, but you don't know how much of that is true or not. But like once, mm-hmm. yeah, if you know someone that was like literally part <laughs> of the story personally, it's hard. It's, you know, yeah. it's that disconnect is not near as wide. So I can see why and- that would be just has more impact. Yeah, and I didn't never believed him either. Like, I I felt so bad. He would be like, "Yeah, my mom is, was the little girl in the Conjuring," and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "You're blowing up smoke. Like, I don't believe you." And then I saw her, you know, in in like the article on the internet, standing right next to the little girl actress, and I was like, "Bro, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I called you a liar all these years." I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, weird connections. Uh, 
a friend that was friends with the assistant priest that was in the exorcist man oh my gosh today right yeah, like, I'm sitting here like, okay, do I need to put some holy water in? Like, no, you fine. Place? Serve it up. Right? I mean, you fine. <laughs> I mean, but again, that is one of the things that does scare me is things that can happen because unless you have experienced it firsthand or you have a connection to it, mm-hmm. you don't get really like that that <gasps> shock feeling, you know? Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, my mom was part of not part of it, but sh- her friend. In Alabama, I keep on saying Alabama, but they used to be like a sausage company and and then it shut down mm-hmm. because they threw the guy to cover a murder in the sausages. My mother knew the guy. Hmm. Okay, so there is a sausage company in Alabama. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. unless they want to um, you know, sponsor the podcast, I'll give them a shout out. But right. they some damn good sausages though. So whatever that man did or however he died, I want to thank him because his soul and his spirit <laughs> Is them damn sausages, and we've been eating them damn sausages ever since. So I just yeah. So <laughs> I, mm-hmm, tasty, I can't mm-hmm, so damn good. And that's kind of funny <laughs> talking about connections, you know, because you know Terrio knows what I'm talking about because you know his family's from there, my family's from there, and so when we talk about those stories, it's like I'm surprised you don't even know about that. But maybe it was so hidden. I mean, it could be could have been hidden, or just one of those things where you know. Um, we just we don't talk about it. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Yeah. So you know, it's a little sus. So, yeah. um, have y'all also outside of that like experienced anything personally like in the supernatural realm? I was about to ask that too. Yeah, I am super curious. <laughs> yeah, that definitely kind of leads into it. Yeah, that that's actually like a really good, you know, leading into it. Um, have have you experienced anything like that, Docs or? No comment. Okay. No so comment. it's one of those stories. Okay. Oh, oh man. No, 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 no. Screw I'll that. Break. Nah, nah, okay. Nah. Hold on. We're not going to gloss past that. You know something. What's going on? <laughs> no, it's not that big of a thing. Oh. Oh. Well, spooky eyed, six eyed figure in the corner of a yard. That's about it. That's it? That's oh. Like throughout your whole life, that's all you experienced. Yeah. Oh, dang. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know which one. Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 10, how spooky do you want it to be? Since this is a... 10. 11. Oh, oh God. I hate this story. Okay. $1. <laughs> $1. Because I have a lot of experiences, and on this little experience scared the living day lights out of me, and I'll probably stutter while talking about it. So it was me and my friends hanging out at our grandmother's house, and... It was just her, her, her grandmother and her grandfather, you know, at the house. And it was like the biggest hangout, you know, we did, you know, every other month or so. And my friend decided to bring out the Ouija board. Uh Now we were were young and experienced, did not know what doors meant, didn't understand it. Once we opened a door, we needed to close it. We didn't know anything about that. We were just like a bunch of teenagers acting stupid with a Ouija board. And so after we did the Ouija board, we decided to go in the hot tub because my friends had a hot tub. I mean, as one does. 
Yeah, one does. So it's a natural yeah. order yeah. of events there. Yeah, yeah. makes yeah. sense. You gotta you gotta boil the spirits off of you. You, know you gotta, <laughs> yeah. you gotta yeah. cleanse the spirit by boiling it off. Well, that didn't help because you know we were all in the hot tub. We were in there for quite some time. You know, just talking, catching up, talking about spooky things and you know elements and everything else. You know, earth, fire, water, air, etc. And the avatar. Something kept on throwing rocks at us. We heard rocks pelting at our hot tub. And we kind of looked over and we couldn't see anything. And the sheets started moving like this um, under the porch. And we're like, we didn't feel any wind. Mind you, we're in a hot tub. We didn't feel any wind. And all of a sudden we felt something like electricity. I did up my spine. And I looked down. And right when I looked down, my friend noticed a arm reach under the hot tub and jerk me and my leg shot up from the hot tub and I hit my head on the back of the hot tub and of course we get up abruptly and I'm like what was that and we're like we don't know and so as we're getting up we see foot wet wet footsteps leading to the basement where we were sleeping at and I told them to stand behind me because you know I am the protector of my friends you know when it comes to this type of stuff and so I enter Ooh. in the basement Right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, when it comes to my friends in those type of situations, I was old, uh, the oldest of them. And so I was like, okay, stand behind me. And we go in the basement, you know, cause, and the lights are out. There was a thick fog in the basement. Like a thick fog up to here on mm. me. And it was like a purplish type of reddish fog. We weren't tripping. We were not drinking. We were not doing anything that we shouldn't have done. We were just acting like a bunch of stupid ass teenagers at that point. You know, and... We immediately run to the bedroom and we shut the door. And I don't know what occurred that night. We just stayed in that room and we heard claw marks on the door and growling all night. And the door like literally shook. Like it was like something was trying to get okay. us that night. And till this day, I refuse to do that stupid white people shit and bring out the Ouija board because it scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> so every time someone brings out a Ouija board, I'm out. I think you have a right to feel that way after telling that story. It, it attacked me. Like, I have a million of other stories, but for some odd reason, and I think it's because, you know, you know, I of my certain religion, you know, the things do attack that because they get mad at it for whatever reason. And they want to destroy it. So out of my friends, I am part of a religion that I will not speak of because, you know, I'm going to be respectful towards anyone else that listens. But I always get attacked. And I remember that morning I woke up and I saw scratch marks on my leg. And that day I went home. I scrubbed it with salt. Mm. I recited prayers and it stung. Not because of the salt, like, but I had nightmares for months yeah uh, yeah like you never known this story terio so now you understand why i'm so paranoid all the time fun times <laughs> i see things you things get grabbed try to contact me i get grabbed yeah i i used to you know hang out you know when we were teenagers walk through the graveyard because that's what teenagers did the golf kids did and i would be you know hanging out behind my friends you know looking over my shoulder making sure nothing will come near us. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll feel something like tug at my shirt and jerk it or, and I'm like, what the heck? We'll get in the car and leave. And then we hear like, 
on the on the car and all this other stuff and they're like what was that and i'm like just just go don't investigate just step on the gas and go <laughs> you will well, live through this if you just step on the gas and go <laughs> in a in a weird kind of way your story makes me feel a little better because i feel like i've been so many people in my life friends and family both just around me have experienced something paranormal supernatural that they couldn't explain that was like super eerie and creepy like so many people i know have personally like well i'll I'll just randomly ask hey have you ever experienced anything oh man and then like just like you just Mm -hmm. the story they're launching their own story I've never personally experienced anything, but like even like growing up, supposedly whenever I was like one, two years old, we lived, my family lived in like a haunted house, supposedly like my sister has a bunch of memories of creepy stuff happening. My mom has a bunch of stories of like waking up and my mom sleeps with like a box fan and like she would wake up. This happened several times where it would sound like someone was like sticking something in like the spokes of a wheel on a bike. Right. And she would wake up and there would be just a single playing card sitting right in front of the fan in like a circle of like wet something, whatever she'd wake up and turn the lights on. So like, it's always been something like weird, but I've always missed it. And I've always kind of felt like, man, I want to experience it a little bit too. You know, your no, story you just made me be like, ah, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You I'll don't. Back and... here and I'll just be the, you know, I'll be the guy everyone tells their creepy stories too. And that's it. I'm okay with that. I think. Yeah. Because unfortunately, once you experienced it and they know, you have like the certain energy about you and they will continue to run havoc in your life. No matter how many uh, sages that you burn, not white sage because white sages are for a particular type of religion. No, I have to throw that out there because a lot of people do white sage for, you know, native Americans. And if you see it in the store, it is 99.9% stolen. But anyway, moving on from that, um, you know, and it doesn't matter how many times like I cleanse myself, I put barriers up, things will still follow me to this day. And it is very eerie. And I hope to whoever is listening, if you do not believe in the, any of this stuff, I pray that you always are arrogant in this category. I pray for that because you once you experience it, you don't want to experience it ever again. Oh, well, I'm taking your warning to heart. So at least, you know, one person yeah (laughs) i pray you will always be arrogant in that category because it is actually i am very much (laughs) just in general i'm very i'm pretty skeptical about most like it's not that i don't believe but like i need to have something like happen to me before i'm like fully accepting of it i guess so i don't know maybe that that energy may be (laughs) partly why i don't know don't go in a hot tub i love hot tubs (laughs) hot tubs are great (laughs) Um, yeah, are, are you okay too? Yeah, because you um, seem kind of like tense. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to remind the audience that I'm still on the podcast. Um, I just I have not jumped out the window yet, but I was very close. That's a lot of stuff going on. That's weird to me though. <laughs> I just I, I don't know. I guess I, I personally can't really relate to that. I either that either I'm oblivious to stuff or I'm just not really I guess sensitive in that regard. I kind of also envy those people who just like Brandon kind of envy those people who kind of have those experiences. Um, I don't know. Oh, it's not fun. Uh, it's also something that is related to my family on my mother's side. They, I don't know what to call it, but it's like foretell and I have it. My older sister has it and my mom and we always can foretell 
bad things happening. Mm -hmm. And ever since we were, I was young, I could foretell, you know, a bad thing about to happen, whether it was a death or something along the lines. And I know if I have those sensations, it's going to be someone around me. If me and my mom, because we're so in tune and connected to one another, if me and my mom have that same type of connection, it is someone in our own personal circle that will meet that um, unfortunate death. And we are right 99.9% of the time. And your facial expression looks kind of like, uh, I don't want to mess with this girl no more. <laughs> Like yeah, deleting her contact uh, info from your phone. So I can tell that you're uncomfortable. So we'll just move from that conversation. No, 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 we're good. We're good. I mean, hey, I, I'm again. These are things I'm learning. I'm just processing a lot of these things. So and you knew me all these years, and this is like new foretold. Hi, I warned you. I mean, I mean to be fair, I typically always carry a clove of garlic and a silver bullet with with, with me at all times when I'm near you, just to be on the safe side. But. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, I love clovers, and I'm wearing silver as we speak, so it doesn't really work. God, dang it, she's immune. I mean, <laughs> a silver bullet, though, even if, if you're just a regular person, it's still going to hurt. Yeah, it's still going to hurt. Yeah, <laughs> it's I bullet, guess. It's hurt all the way through. Yeah. I don't know. Knowing Keely or Berkeley will probably miss me like, oh! <laughs> I mean, I just gotta feel like if anybody were to try to come at you, come at you with a silver bullet, like that bullet would like stop midway, turn around, like in like uh, what's the name Mario Kart, like with the <laughs> yes. with the arms, <laughs> just like turn around and be like, nope, <laughs> not today. <laughs> All right, pretty much. So switching gears back into music a little bit. Um, yeah, what are some of the do's and don'ts of Halloween parties? Don't be a dick. <laughs> okay well that's the number one principle don't be a dick yeah that's just a good rule for life honestly yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. um so the do's and don'ts of halloween parties i got a list oh oh damn she's, but, she's ready i'm ready like <laughs> hi my name's giggle scar i'm the queen of halloween and a bitch how you doing i have no filter and i tell you how it is okay so the do's of halloween parties is turn it up have some good taste in music have fun, bring food, do not put this all on one person to do, and help clean up afterwards. If you're the type of person that leaves early, always look at the table and be like, hi, everybody, I'm leaving. Are you guys done with the food? Let me help pack it up for you guys. That way you guys can still, you know, carry on drinking and I'll just help clean up the food, you know? Mm -mm. No, I, dis and I disagree with that. That That is the Halloween party <laughs> is the best time to literally ghost so literally ghost <laughs> i'm just like i'm out <laughs> Smoke well, I'm bomb, saying, like, like if you see the cheese starting to like this is how i feel feel about it i had a ser safe serve class and if i start seeing the cheese kind of like looking not right i will close it up and put it in the fridge you know what i mean and leave the rest of the food out if it's not refrigerant you know that yeah. way but like what if it's like spooky cheese Ooh. no why would you want to eat spooky cheese like but Mozzarella balls with olive pits to look like eyeballs. Oh, those yeah, are gone. That's like, that's like, like super, super spooky. Or like, I'm talking about like the boring cheese, like the uh, like, cheddar jack like and all the blue that. Cheese. Like that's real. <laughs> yeah. That's spooky cheese. Oh uh, yeah, the cheese I love product. Blue cheese. Not actual cheese, but cheese product. Cheese product. Really? Yeah. Yes. Cheese-like substances. <laughs> yeah. And I guess like the the don'ts for Halloween on or parties on my end is raunchy costumes. Save that for Mardi Gras. 
I, I really don't want to see Halloween nips on, on the woman's <laughs> chest. Uh, and then pranking each other. I just, I just think that's highly distasteful. If it's like a really bad prank, because if I get pranked at a party or anything else and everyone's pointing and laughing at me, I feel very bad about myself and I want to leave <laughs> at that point. And yeah. So, I mean, like the one or two Halloween parties I've experienced, it's definitely like, I mean, Mardi Gras and Carnival esque, which I mean, yeah. I'm fine with that. Like, no. yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> see any fear, like some random stranger wearing uh, an onion and a tomato, and that's it. Like, chasing you at a party. Like, what's wrong with that? Oh, well, God, I will run. For me, most of my adult <laughs> Halloween party experience was with like college you know fraternity sorority type stuff so that was for me that was honestly the majority of my experience with people both guys and girls just being as slutty as possible with it yeah as you should be that's the best time to be to, to celebrate halloween is that but it was, is, it that was an, always... is that anti-halloween being a slut that's a good question <laughs> like no, I, I, I guess it's so. because i as a as a woman, you know, it is the biggest excuse to dress up as that. And to me, I just don't see a point in it. You know, dressing up provocative like that. I just don't get it. And I guess that's why, you know. And I can say that as well for a guy dressing sexy. I'm like, what do you You don't doing? like my fire hose? <laughs> Wait, Naruto's? What? <laughs> fire hose? Oh, fire hose. I thought you said Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Naruto's? I, I, I just thought of like Daruto going to his girl uh uh Nine Fox and going, Ooh, and like Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> Kakashi like freaked out. I mean, you wanna see my Hokage? Oh man. <laughs> the whole thing requires what's happening. <laughs> oh god. I'm talking about this subject I'm even burning up because I'm just like, oh god. I mean, like why are we talking about Everybody this wants to Rasengan in the face every now and then. It's okay. Too far? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh. if I had pearls, I will be clinching them at this point. <laughs> so, okay. Well, hmm. I don't know. I just like, so what makes a good Halloween costume to y'all then, in your in your opinion? Ducks, yeah. I'll throw it over to you first. Creativity. I've gone with complicated. I've gone with simple. Like The simplest one I've had was a bloody shirt and torn up shorts going to a zombie pub crawl the little mm. cardboard sign that says zombie bait that to me is creative in its own work uh i've gone complicated to where it was a whole jack skellington cosplay i went to Ooh. i've gone to dragon con i've with it i've got a costume party i don't know it, it's a whole range of spectrum of because i mix in cosplay along with it and i go to cosplay events all year long and there's a friend of mine that is an exceptional cosplayer uh, from Australia. Her name is Molotov on Facebook. She does the best costumes I've ever seen. Like this last Dragon Con, she dressed up as Astro Boy. Oh, I have to see that. I, I love cosplay. I'm, I'm part of the cosplay community. And I have to agree with you on the creative part of it because I do mesh uh, cosplays. I think you know what I'm talking about when I say hybrid cosplays. When you take this character and this character and you form them mm, together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite cosplay that I have created, and it's um, on my TikTok. It would be have be the Jessica Rabbit and the Lady D from uh, Resident Evil, and I meshed it together. Oh, wow! And it is wow. 
not risky because I I am that type of person where I just don't want to be too revealing, but I'm very sexy in it. I'm just going to throw that out there. I look amazing and hot. (laughs) And I love getting into that cosplay because I have yet seen anyone actually take the two most sexiest iconic women, which is Jessica Rabbit, who has been reigned supreme for many years, right next to Betty Boop for whatever reason. And then all of a sudden this new Resident Evil game came out during the pandemic. And it was like Lady D. And I'm like, ooh, very tall, curvy women. I am five foot one, but I can work with that. Boom. And I formed it together in this formulation of hotness. I love I loved it. all the memes that came out of that. Like, mommy, get on me, please. <laughs> oh, God. I, I have those filtered on my TikTok because I just, I had one person call me, like, mommy. And I'm like, mommy? And I looked it up and I'm like, oh, um, no, thank you. Uh <laughs> And then all this other stuff I, I, you know, Googled and I, I learned a lot of, yeah, I learned a lot about lingo and my husband goes, don't Google that. And I'm like, I'm doing it anyway. I'm going to Google Alabama hot pocket and you can't tell me otherwise. (laughs) And And I'm like, why? Did you enjoy that? Did you enjoy that? No, I didn't. You just took me back to middle school saying that. I want you to know. I never knew about it. Like, hi, I'm, I'm Giggle Scar. I live under a rock. I'm Patrick. Um, no, but really, <laughs> that's that's one of those Patrick. things you're probably better off like not knowing about. But, but I'm a curious person. You could ask Terrio. Like I'm very curious. If I don't understand something, I will Google it mm-hmm. and try to understand it myself. And I end up shoving my foot in my mouth. I can re- I can respect that. Relate. Yeah, absolutely. As I Google that right now, live on the podcast. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> no, don't Google. Terrio, no, no, do not Google it. I have to know. No, 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 no. Are you two not going to help him? No, no, it is not. Docs, you're in the same room with him. Tell him to stop it. No. Oh, my. His face. Look, man. I'm I'm confident. Urban Dictionary. Half of it was just young men sitting around thinking of the grossest thing they could possibly think of and putting it on there. I mean, you know what? A whole new world. <laughs> oh my god, my labia! Okay. Um. <laughs> we have went hard left somewhere. <laughs> let's let's revert back to the conversation before we go down. What was the topic? Do's and don'ts oh. of Halloween parties? Uh, do's and don'ts of Halloween or, uh, costumes. Halloween costumes. I'm curious if Terrio, now that we've we've heard from Google Scar and Docs, Terrio, have you ever mm-hmm. do you ever dress up in a in a creative, unique, fancy costume? It's like okay. memorable. Yeah, I did. Um so a lot of times for Halloween, because again, it wasn't one of those holidays that like I was clamoring to go out into the wild. Um I was often at the place working those days. So uh, I tend to just put together whatever scraps we have left in the seasonal department or whatever. So two characters have come to fruition based on uh, Halloween and all of that. First one is uh, my character, Big Daddy, which I was basically turned out to, I just had happened to have a wig from a movie thing I did, had buck teeth, basically looked like Jerome from Martin, but I had the glasses with gold rim, gold tooth, I'll probably had a combined total of five teeth on my top row and I had a velvet suit 
and some baby blue gators. I think I remember mm-hmm. this so, costume you're speaking mm-hmm. of. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I've I've worn a hell out of it multiple times. Um so that being said, my favorite memory of wearing that costume was uh I was at the place dressed up as a broke pimp, essentially. Um with the gold chain and gold teeth the gold tooth, one tooth with, yeah. a, with gold and one diamond on it. And this kid with with their mom comes up and asks, Um, what are you? And and I kind of paused. And, and and this child's mom was like, "How do I explain my, a pimp to my five year old?" And I stopped and I and immediately, without skipping a beat, I said, "I'm an entrepreneur." <laughs> what did the kid say? <laughs> the, the kid was like, "Okay, all right," <laughs> and, just, and moved on with the rest of their day. <laughs> so, so so that was my first, my favorite one. Uh, my second one that I did, we ha- we had a uh, leftover witch's hat with like neon orange hair. So I was like, okay, I'm a big burly black dude. Why not? So I threw that on and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it up a notch. So I had one of my coworkers put the big orange hair into two pigtails. And I changed my name tag to um, my, my character's name. So, and at the time I was, you know, helping customers and everything. And <laughs> this lady was like, who are you supposed to be? I was like, oh, I'm Paprika Longstocking, Pippi's cousin. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty clever. <laughs> so, that, that is actually, yeah. Yeah. So so to me, what makes a good costume, other than like the skills, of course, that, that go into all of that stuff. Um, if you can make it funny or silly, that that's that, that's like a winner for me. Um, like yeah. no no offense to the, the people who are like super authentic to the character. But I'm just like, okay, wow, you look exactly like um uh, like uh what's the name spawn or whatever you got the whole cloak you put a lot of work into that that's fine mm, but if you like, but if you do <laughs> okay uh docs she's Sorry. gonna need that fire hose over there um <laughs> but but to me if you do something silly and like or something avant-garde or whatever like to me like that's that, that's the one that's, that, that's the one that kind of gets me i like those i i've personally i like the more simple ones that are just kind of kind of in line with what you were just saying where if you can be creative with like minimal props and and additions to it or whatever kind of just makes it i don't know speak a little bit more loudly costumized to me me personally i was sitting here trying to rack my brain i remember like one year it was like i was a freshman in high school and i was invited to a halloween party and my mom really wanted me to go as a gumball machine and she got me like I don't even remember what, but it was like this like big bubble thing that she like fit me in and like blew up. And then there was a bunch of like balloons she had blown up to throw in there. And like right before I was about to leave to go to the party, um, social media is fairly new, but I remember someone had posted something somewhere. It was like a quick video of everyone at the party that I was going to. And like, it was very much like a bunch of high schoolers trying to be adults. There was no like funny there was no one else dressing like a gumball machine, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I completely bailed on it. I think I made my mom pretty sad because she spent some time and effort making that costume. Aww. And I was like, I don't want to go. <laughs> um, I think it's a fair call yeah. when you're in it, high it school. Was, I would have been 
hugely made fun of if I'd win. I'm without a shadow of a doubt. I believe that, but <laughs> no doubt, and especially I, if photos were like taken and they were yeah. like, digitized back then. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. And there were Most several, there were several people there that I was like crushing on at the time, and it was just Aww. like it would not have been good for my social life if I'd went. But I do still kind of regret, well, at least I don't know, doing something with all my mom's. I said, was, like, her last two raw. Yeah, hey, you but could. hey, at least it. It only cost them a quarter to have a little treat from you. Yeah. Invite someone inside the bubble oh, with you. <laughs> I was not witty enough to think of all this whenever I was that time. I was sitting here thinking to myself, I was like, how can you make a gumball machine slutty? Like, <laughs> Girl, look at all these balls. <laughs> well, here's the thing. There's an old saying. Your mama works at the corner street and sucks reporters for a reason. So you can also be a <laughs> Where were you guys at 15 years ago? <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're here now, though. I- I'm sorry, Brandon, but you are correct. It was a good thing that you did not wear that costume because yeah. if I was your friend, I'd be giving you shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. You should have done it anyway. <sighs> I-, I go back and forth. Like, part of me, you know, because, like, all of those people that I was like scared that they'd be making fun of me. I've not talked to them in years. I don't give two shits yeah. what they how they think about me for the most part now. Like, but you know, and whenever you're I- 13, 14, 15, however old I was, 13, 14, 15, it's, it's, you don't, you can't rationalize that at the, at that point in time, you know? Yeah. Now as an adult, if my mom was like, Hey, I have this awesome gumball machine costume for you. I'd be like, hell yeah. Strap me in. I'm going. But yeah, just, right? just cut out the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and plus, uh, not to mention if, you know, you went to the party and there was like, you know, the girl that you crushed, she probably would have thought it was really cute and would have liked to, you know, talk to you. At that or maybe well, you know? played with your balls later on. Uh, super debatable. debatable super debatable because but uh, you guys also didn't know me as a 14 year old i was super awkward okay <laughs> like, who wasn't exactly like but we all messed up i was i was like known as an yeah. awkward guy like in the social in, in, like in my school or whatever so like again it, you know like you said docs hindsight's 2020 i, I as an adult i do kind of wish i would have went but hey eh, live and you learn yeah yeah. Every other costume I've ever tried to wear has been like super boring and not really creative at all. Just like slapped together last yeah, minute. And, yeah, and that's the one thing I definitely know about the Halloween costumes. If you're going to do it and you plan on doing it right, you got to start preparing in like February. Like, yep. And I, every year I say I'm going to do a banger costume and next thing I know is like, oh shit, it's October 1st and I'm recording a podcast and I don't know what I'm going to wear following yet. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, okay. So one of the last questions I have, um, and this is in general, this is a, a philosophical question, but I've always wanted wanted to know this and don't judge me too bad. What is a goth? I don't get that. Like other than the aesthetic, but I don't know what it is. Okay. So a goth was originated in the UK because of the music and from it's not being, it's like being Halloweenish every year. And I know a lot of people connect goth culture with halloween is because you know goths love the dark morbid aesthetic they love coffins they love anything that deals with death they love ravens um and etc like i am not full-blown goth i am not like with the whole makeup the the paleness puffy hair i am 
I am what you call the mom goth, where I just slap on some clothes, put my hair in a bun, and we're walking to the nearest Spirit Halloween for our house decorations that we will hang up year-round. That is me. And it is based around the music culture as well, because if there's a music culture that I wish that I could have gotten into would be the, you know, goth techno, the vampire clubs, the... Uh, the best example I can give out at, for gothic aesthetic when music is the cure. That is what that type of music is. So there, there's a lot more. I'm not sure if a docs you know about it. I'm pretty sure you do. Maybe you can add more to the table, but... I do. Um, I go to a lot of goth events inside of Atlanta. Um, the best way I can I can uh, attune it to is it's a lot like the punk rock culture where it's a nonconformist of traditional items, but it's more centered around music. But it's all the spooky things that go along with it as well. It doesn't have to, but more or less, it does. Goths tend to romanticize death, and I can relate to that because it's something that me and my husband always tell each other is. Even after death, I will find you in the stars because we will meet on Jupiter and dance where it rains diamonds. So it's kind of like even after, you know, we both will face death, eventually we will always be in love with each other and find each other after death, you know? And it's kind of like one of those things. It's never a goodbye. Um, you know? Am I the only one that thinks that sounds romantic and like a threat at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no, you're not the only one. <laughs> but it that. does send you a certain type of chill it's like oh because even though you know people say you know you are you know in our wedding vows until death well i think not because you know him and i our souls are connected forever and that's how i believe it even in this life in the next lifetime you know we will be two different individuals we will find each other you know on this earth again you. And love each other. Yeah, exactly. Let me love you. <laughs> yeah. The one word Docs used was nonconformist. Yes. I feel like since everything you guys are talking about definitely kind of encapsulates that. Just because, like, for a lot of people, you know, death and things that have to do with death and just the, the macabre in general, people kind of, you know, that's not like polite conversation topics or whatever for a lot of people. Um, and I guess it sounds like to me that like, to be goth is just to more embrace those those aspects mm -hmm. and, you know, just really kind of, I guess, finding the romance in them, right? Like, yeah, finding, yeah. More, you remember that you'll die. Very good quote. Um, I love and, that quote, actually. That, that. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess finding beauty in death, too, because I, I tend to collect uh, dead bugs. I know I'm not going to even look at Terry because oh, he's just going to give you a look like, are you serious? Bleak, bleak, bleak. But I collect dead bugs and I just see the beauty in it. Um, I love skulls. I have a fascination with coffins. I already picked up my coffin, by the way, like years ago. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be purple and it's going to be like a metallic look on my coffin. It's going to be. Tell me about your coffin and I'll tell you about my coffin. Oh, you picked out your coffin too. Okay. <laughs> this is great. So I hope. I, I loved the whole doorway of the coffins having like glass on it. That way you can view the body. But I know once you put dirt over it, it's going to like, you know, cave in. And it's usually those type of coffins that I described that have the glass uh, 
aesthetic to it is usually supposed to be put in crypts. So my family's poor. We don't own a crypt. So whatever. So moving on from that. So my other coffin idea would be a old style Victorian with silver handles, purple wood finish with a little bit of sparkly in it. And so when you open it, it's going to be like a light gray. And it's going to, I haven't decided if I want polka dots in it or not, but that's what I want. For sure. Go with polka dots. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yes. What's your coffin going to uh, like? Well, no, I have a coffin at home. Um, it's about, you it's not a full a size. It's about four feet tall. It, on the inside, I painted it red. On the outside, it's painted charcoal gray. It just holds my posters. Oh, oh! I thought you had like a legit coffin. You can actually buy those on Amazon oh, yeah. now. Not yet. Is you can buy like a coffin. Not yet. I will. And yeah, wow. they're super, they're cheaper to buy at Amazon than um, going through uh, whatever. The, wherever you go to die, I don't know what it's called. The place. The place. The, yeah. The place. Yes. It. it it's. Because they sell it by like 10,000, 20,000, and you can actually buy a decent human sized coffin on Amazon for less than five grand. And that's where I plan on if I do have the money to either have a customized coffin or just get. Uh, Why is Doc's placing an order right cremated. now for, for two day shipping? <laughs> you can really here. get anything on Amazon nowadays, man. That you can. Crazy. You can you can get urns. Uh, if I decide to go with an urn, it would just have the same aesthetic, you know, purple, a dark, not any type of purple. It has to be royal purple, mind you, because I am the queen, damn it, with silver, you know, designs on it. Fair. Okay. I'm yeah. definitely, I already know I'm being cremated, so I don't, mainly because I don't want to have to worry about a coffin and all that. Just chuck me in the oh. furnace and forget about it, you know? Yeah. I'm looking on Amazon right now. I do see regular coffins for $1,400. And also a ball pit. That's coffin shaped. A ball pit that's coffin shaped? Are you kidding me? That sounds fun. That's what you need to have at your Halloween parties. Uh, yes. That's what I'm going to get buried in. I wanted a ball pit at my wedding, but my husband said no. And I wanted a bounce house, and he said no uh, as well. You know what? That would be insane. You go to someone's funeral, and it's like, uh, can we view the body? Only if you go through the ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, and I think as a, you know, people look at funerals as a way to grief, and that is true, but it also should be a celebration. That part I firmly agree with. Okay. Yeah. I'm simple, but I'm also like bougie. So I'll probably have like a pine box on the outside, but on the inside, like I have like Wi-Fi and uh, Alexa <laughs> uh, speaker. Oh, there she goes. And then um, like... <laughs> oh, I'm not i'm recording a podcast <laughs> but um but yeah so it'll be like one of those things where like i probably have like all my tech gadgets and as you can see i'm surrounded by tech stuff so yeah i probably have that and i gotta have 808s because you know if i do come back you know if i wake up from a deep sleep and like hey, hey, hey y'all i'm not dead i just slept for like three days um at least i got some music i can play this podcast available on spotify nice i would suggest that you watch vampire's <laughs> assistant because that's you're describing all that okay I'll definitely give that a shout. So yeah. all in all, Brandon, let's recap what we learned today. Today, we've learned that music, Halloween music, number one, can slap. We, we definitely learned that. And number two, there's a lot more to Halloween that we think is like multi-layered, multi-faceted, and is the best time to be a slut and also to not be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's also very, uh, 
like most things, but I feel like it needs to be said anyways. It's very kind of subjective on, you know, each person has their own uh, relation to the holiday and the surrounding festivities that, you know, may may mean more or less to them depending on what it is and, and what they've experienced. Yeah. And all kidding aside, like the one thing I truly learned from this conversation is that there is beauty in being anti. So doing what makes you happy is like the like paramount. So regardless if you fall into a mainstream category or not, whatever makes you feel happy, whatever brings you the most joy, regardless of how over the top or under the top or, you know, just completely balls to the wall crazy to, to the outside people looking in. If it makes you happy, fuck as it. long as you're not being like a dick to other people, damn straight. That's like the one, the yeah. one caveat. Do yeah. what makes you happy as long as you're not a dick to other people, and not being disrespectful towards other people's cultures. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And I guess we should say this, which it does not have to be said, but apparently in 2023, it still does need to be said. As the honorary dark member of the podcast, this episode, blackface is never okay. You can do the entire. You can do do the entire costume, but you don't need to match the skin color. I can be Superman. You don't see me out here being all pale face. Yeah, yeah. And also, disclaimer: as a white person, dress up as a culture, you uncultured white swine. That is all. You mean you mean I can't dress as cheese? You can dress up as cheese. I'm just talking about don't wear a headdress. Do not, you know, dress up as a geisha. Do not wear a poncho and a sombrero. That type of stuff. Do not do blackface. It, like, I just, sometimes I, I, I still to this day get very angry. And I'm sorry for slamming down my book. But to this day, I get very angry at the fact that we are in still 2023. And we are still talking about this. It should not be even in the topics to talk about. Because we should be able to move forward in life and not do stupid things. You uncultured swine. Sorry, I'm shutting up. I'm gonna. Kira's <laughs> just staring at me like, "Oh God, I set up fire." <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. I just don't have anything else to add to it. Um... Yeah. No. So, okay. <laughs> you were just like staring at me like, "Oh God, she's ranting no, again." No, no, no. Uh, when I invited you on here, I knew what to expect, and you delivered and oh. did some. Uh, and then you had to mention the <laughs> the blackface, and that was like, and another thing. <laughs> I mean, it's again, it's one of those things that have to be thrown out there. I mean, because you know, we got we have the you know Halloween playlist out there. It's available on YouTube and on Spotify. Uh, but you know, however you celebrate Halloween with friends, family, um, strangers, whatever. Uh, again, have fun, be safe about it. Don't be a dick. If you want to be a slut, just be safe about it. And also another disclaimer: if somebody decides to be a slut, is that that does not invite you touching them. So exactly, just be respectful of all of that. So we gotta throw yeah. it out there. You know, what we learned today. Um all right. Any other things you guys want to throw out there for Halloween since you guys are the Halloween experts? I feel like I've learned a lot. Yeah, uh I will say this also to add. If I do not see any folding chair costumes this year, I will be very angry. Seconded. <laughs> I think that should happen. Yep. So again, if you guys need a costume idea, be a folding chair because all the white people will run away. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Thoughts. okay. As a white person, you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> promote today? I don't know how to segue that. I'm sorry. No, not really. <laughs> for, uh, uh, I'm Doc Sanderson on everything. So just come find me that way if you really feel like it. There's nothing really interesting on there, but you know, whatever. Uh, 
I'm also will be at Monsterama in Atlanta at the end of October. That's a vintage horror convention. We've got a couple of guests. We've got one of the composers that worked on the Halloween franchise. Oh. Uh, he's doing a concert there. So. Perk? Like, ooh, like cat ears? Like Halloween? Yeah. Okay. And Google Scar, where can people find you online and see some of your crazy antics and whatnot? Okay, so if you want to follow me, follow me on my TikTok. It is Gigglescar. It would it's just Gigglescar. It's the one with around 15,000 followers on it. I do have a couple backups just in case people flood and report me because they cannot handle the truth. Uh it's all over the place. I do skits, I do cosplays, I talk about real life events when it needs to be said, such as you experienced just a few moments ago of me just getting angry. The fact that this is 2023, we still ha- this still has to be a topic that we have to talk about, and it should not. So that's how you can find me, if you like my stuff. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this special spooky Halloween episode that we have shared with you today. Uh, don't forget to do all the things like follow, share, subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts. You can visit our website afterlistenpod.com for links and previous episodes. Uh, if you want to like, follow, share, subscribe, you can follow us at afterlistenpod on Instagram, YouTube, pretty much everywhere. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.